Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. This week, we're sponsored by Green Napron. I'm Aaron L. M. Goodwin, and I'm joined as always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hello. Andrew, I just want to make sure you understand that that's Green Napron, not Green Apron. I still don't get it, but that's okay. I, better, I'm comfortable with who I am to just move on. It's a better, it's Green a better, ba- <laughs> it's a better way to bake. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm also joined by Adam DLC Anderson. I have a problem. <laughs> I have you are the addiction. problem. <laughs> I am a problem for other people. That Galdern dopamine. If you're new to the show, here's how it works. We do an intro, and then I play the segment chime when I think I've made a witty comment. But it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> but I just – we have to move along. So I thought, of- we were, I thought we were going to stew in that a little bit longer, <laughs> but I guess not. You know what? We've done the stewing thing, and it's just awkward. So each host <laughs> asks a question, then each host gives an answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. That's what we do. So uh, Adam has today's first question. So go ahead, Adam. Take it away. My question is, if you were a character in an RPG, what class would you be? And notice that I said what class would you be, not class what not what class do you want to be. This is not an aspirational thing. This is describing your character. Oh, okay. Well, you should have put that in when you wrote it down to show notes. <laughs> I mean, I understand that you didn't want the question to be mega long. So I think Yeah, I didn't I, want to take up all of the show notes. I you t- should have just used abbreviations then. i took it the way you wrote it so i'm fine apparently andrew might not have although i'm good i think he might have um (laughs) because i see your note and i agree so i would be a chaotic neutral bard okay oh wow you're getting really specific i mean i read class but i also have to do like my character sheet so i'm like chaotic neutral now the (laughs) reason the reason why i would be a bard is because one i do like music and i play music so it's right, kind of right. like fits, but this also the sense. the bard has the weirdest job and also the most important job <laughs> because their job is like, depending on how, what they play and how well they play, the team does well or like they have like a stat boost. And I think it would just be really stressful if you're just like freaking going crazy on your loop. And people are just getting destroyed, and you're like, "Dude, I gotta play harder." <laughs> That's kind of it's kind of like uh, real consequences rock band, right? Yes. <laughs> oh man, I would play a rock band mod where it was <laughs> you were playing a bard, and you had yes. the depending on how well you played, your team would win. Oh man, that would be so rad for like a some sort of video game where there's like a special player you can be where you use you know like one of the rock band guitar things and like all you do is play the guitar while like you're the soundtrack while other people play it's obviously all 70s and 80s death metal (laughs) (laughs) because it's all about freaking hobbits and wizards and stuff so (laughs) i'd be excited to see roll 20 integration into that yeah (laughs) so obviously but like why chaotic neutral uh, because I think it's the funniest of the <laughs> the positions to be, but also because the idea of being chaotic neutral, where you don't have any alliances, but you're crazy, <laughs> which I think really like defines a rock star. 
Does that define you? I don't know if I feel like you're... No, I thought this was things we're aspiring to, not things we were. (laughs) I mean, I guess you can aspire to be chaotic neutral in your own life if you want to ruin all of your friendships and relationships. That's the goal. That's like the dream. But, you know, I try to be a good person, too. You got married last year. I did. What do you mean that's the goal? You're doing really bad if that's your goal. (laughs) I guess that's true. I'm really bad at being a terrible person. (laughs) <laughs> shucks i think bard is interesting a bard is interesting because it's like a preemptive healer do you know yeah. what i mean like the healer comes in and like fixes things after the fact but like bards are proactive about it i like it because uh, the bard will like he could see his like team getting slaughtered and instead of thinking oh i should probably help them it's like shoot i should play better yeah I should, that will I help play my loot a lot harder I'm trying to think of a real world equivalent to a chaotic neutral bard. Would that be like, like Radiohead? I think maybe chaotic <laughs> neutral bards. Ugh, I don't know. Is there like a trash can bard? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Everyone who loves Radiohead is mad at me now. But everyone who's a decent person like me who thinks Radiohead's ridiculous. <laughs> That sounds like an entirely other podcast that we could have, because I disagree with you very strongly. Radiohead or not. Um, Is this, no, I would call it music or not. Oh, gosh. Um, My answer was, I, I, I took this as what I would actually be, like, is that correct? I, now I'm confused. Yes. Okay, this is like what what if I were translated into an RPG world, what would the natural translation be? Yeah. And like if you were sucked <clears throat> into the Dungeons and Dragons version of Jumanji. Like Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally what I was thinking. So so right now as we're recording this, I'm sitting here in a gray hooded robe. Okay. <laughs> Do you so, have a beard? I, t- I just shaved my beard off, actually. But I did have a little scraggly beard going on. Um, but, like, to the right of me are three at least six-inch volumes, like voluminous cookbooks. <laughs> stacked. Or spells. Right. So, obviously, I'm a mage. Like... I'm really into uh, learning like arcane arts and techniques. I'm really into cooking. I'm really into like the idea of like recipes and uh, you know, like learning from, from like masters of things. And that seems like a super mage kind of niche to, to fall into. I think I'd be really good at that. Also like, if I'm honest, I wouldn't want to wear like a whole bunch of armor and stuff like because it seems like uncomfortable and hot. Yeah, and metal I, doesn't really breathe. Well, and I'm lazy. It would take like more work to walk around in that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if I was on a quest, the last thing I would want is added weight. I would just give me a flowing robe and a and a nice walking stick, aka uh, my wizard staff. And some sandals. And some sandals, and I'm good to go, man. <laughs> some socks and Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> also, I Every really time like I the... see someone in socks and Crocs, I'm going to think they're a wizard now. <laughs> they're secretly a wizard. 
<laughs> I also really like the idea that all of your potions taste amazing. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, what's the point? <laughs> Everyone's like, I mean, it's not that effective, but have you tried it? The hint of cumin is just delightful. It's like, here, try this healing concoction. You're like, oh, no, it's medicine. It's like, oh, no, it tastes like bacon. Guys, guys I've literally started ordering, like – raw spices from the internet and like grinding my own spices Dude. is is this your first step to being like to starting a a spice a spice subscription box no <laughs> but is this your startup this is a good callback um no because i'm too lazy for that but i i but like it could easily translate into me you know getting dried bat wings and and I have newt, you know, but I I just have loved getting all these little really off the like beaten path type ingredients. Like I, I ordered some some Aleppo pepper are- the other day. <laughs> it's great. But so I I just percent go- sure now that you are a mage. <laughs> I might actually be. <laughs> so I just Googled I have newt and it gave me mustard seed. Is that what? I, I mean, why that? I'm that's, really disappointed that it's not just newt eyes. Yeah, because well, I was looking. I want to see what was the price of newts because I newts are the thing. I'm sure they could get newt eyes. Yeah, like if you got a newt, you got two newt eyes. Like that's not, it's not that weird. It's funny because when you say it, it sounds like you're saying nude eyes, <laughs> and that's real funny. Nude eyes, realize, realize. Um, <laughs> um, so I also am really into like like. I'm really into arcane and weird. Um, I don't, I'm, maybe that's not the right word, but like very like secret, esoteric, esoteric. Yes. Esoteric knowledge. Like I'm, Here's some esoteric I'm really knowledge. into learning about what, like some weird cuneiform documents. Like I will stay up like late at night, like reading weird manuscripts of ancient Babylonian texts. Cause I like hear something about it and, I yeah I'm so I'd be good to mage. What what were you gonna say, Andrew? So because now I'm going down the eye of Newt Hole. Um, I knew it's from Macbeth. <laughs> don't, don't ever say the word Newt Hole ever 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 again, <laughs> please. Um, <laughs> but no, so the term eye of Newt comes from Macbeth, and it's believed that it was mustard seed that they were using. Oh, eye of Newt. Learn something new every day. I'm disappointed, but not surprised. So that's when they say I've new. They just mustard seed. That's way less cool. Yeah, come on, witches, (laughs) witches over here just making some Dijon. Like, okay. (laughs) Um, Adam, what about you? What's your answer to this? Oh, so I was I was a little bit distracted thinking about you starting a spices subscription startup, Uh and you just like. I think what you should do is you should invent a machine that grinds your spices for you. Oh, it's like one of those coffee grinders at the grocery store. Yeah, kind of. But they then like, and things. you send people individual packages of spices that they can grind and they've got a little QR code on them. Oh, and, it's like and a the machine reads the QR code. And if it's fresh, then it grinds them for you. It's like a cake and it'll cup, only grind. but it's like a spice cup. Yeah. It's like a it's like a juicero, even uh, but even more useless. <laughs> um, actually, I would argue more useful. 
That would actually be pretty great. Like it's like a spice grinder and oh man. But it's connected to the internet. Oh well, because yeah. This is a, I mean, because it's all it's thing. all IoT. Come on. If your newt hole's not IoT, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> Adam, I, oh, but what about you? I don't want to talk about my okay. spices. <laughs> because it's disappointing because everything I've ever wanted to do, every any great idea I've ever had requires capital. And guess what I have zero of? Capital. Is it capital? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's capital. Well, maybe you so, should stop buying so many expensive spices. <laughs> if anybody's rich uncle wants to, like, just pay for my crazy wackadoodle ideas, I'm down. If you have a rich uncle, please write to three guys three questions at gmail.com and let us know. All right. So now we've gotten that digression out of yeah. the way. It was just, it was building up inside of me and I had That's, to say it. Yeah. Ne- <laughs> every time after something's building up inside of you, just feel free to let it out on air. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, my answer if I was a character in an RPG, I'm like 100% sure that I would be a paladin because A, I love rules, uh-huh. B, <laughs> love to serve a higher power, and C, I'm a huge coward and would wear as much armor as possible in any given situation. And you still want to hold a sword. Obviously. <laughs> so, like, you still want to maintain the dignity of being a combatant. Right. Like, you're not willing to let go of that. No, no, I'm a, I'm a coward, but I don't... I'm, I'm really concerned with appearances at the same time. <laughs> That's a great combo, I just want to say. Like, I can just envision life being great with this. <laughs> it's it's wonderful. It's great. I'm just glad you have the, the self-awareness. <laughs> like, that's the next level self-awareness, man. That's – I don't even know what to say. Like, I feel if I agree with you, I'm a bad – I'm a mean person. <laughs> uh it's taken months of therapy to get to this point, and once I got to that point, I was like, I don't like these revelations that I'm receiving about myself. Oh, is no that what therapy, therapy is like? I, it turns out I don't need therapy then. <laughs> yeah, it turns out you just learn a lot I of it. pretty much already recognize I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I don't need anybody <laughs> to tell me that or help me realize My therapist that. said that later would there would be like solutions and ways to work on it, but, yeah. you know. How later? I've, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like 20 years or deathbed stuff <laughs> well so but i never thought of paladins as cowards like i mean they're like no, right no, no. in the like, mix i don't i don't think that that's like a defining characteristic of paladins but i do mm. think paladins wear lots of armor and you just see that as a solution to your problem to yes yeah okay also, uh, I, I'm really attracted to the idea of being able to call down divine fire from the gods to smite my enemies. That's pretty cool. I have to say, that's a boss move. That's like next level. And like, I can do that in real life, so why wouldn't I be able to do that in an RPG? Yes. <laughs> you just you just don't want to, or is this well, you're doing he's just never had a need. Well, what you don't know is that I have in the past, but they are so thoroughly spitten that they're completely removed from the timeline. So you don't remember them. Well, I have nothing to say to that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure that's how timelines work. You can't disprove this. 
that's you, cannot you know what i cannot disprove this because it cannot be proven <laughs> so that is true well so <clears throat> so paladins uh how don't they like ride on horses you like a big horse guy I've ridden a horse. What kind of weapons do paladins use? Like I, I, I picture like a, a with a, like a halberd, like a yeah. Yes. They usually have a sword or a giant hammer, lances, oh. whatever a halberd is. They probably. I'm just thinking of that's the like the long. Diablo, that's so. like the long pulled axe with a spike on the top. Oh, it's like a, like, it's like an axe on an extra long stick. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. That like people oh, yeah. use when they're like on horses. Definitely. I'm also really attracted to the idea of wearing full plate metal armor and a cape. (laughs) Yeah. So you can show off your unique individual fashion. Like I'm definitely going to have like my house sigil on, on my cape. What would you, I don't know what it's going to look like yet. (laughs) Um, it'd probably be like a loaf of bread. Like a loaf of bread. <laughs> and a glass of milk next to it. <laughs> a, loaf a loaf of white of bread, bread with a golden sunburst coming up behind it. <laughs> and a glass of milk. Indistinguishable from like a 1970s uh, grocery chain logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like maybe a bow of grain. <laughs> yeah. Like a sight. <laughs> the lamest. Whoa, hey, don't get all like commie. <laughs> it would definitely be a hammer and sickle i've oh changed my my <laughs> oh i don't know if you heard about this but socialism is murder that's oh. what i've been that's what i've been hearing lately i don't know i don't know if can you confirm or deny that but i don't know i promise not to google things on the show anymore so i cannot <laughs> confirm nor deny that <laughs> that sounds like a good policy and one that i need to adopt so i'm going to adopt it <laughs> As I just Google something. <laughs> there, all right. Mom, Andrew, what's your question? Oh, shoot. Yeah, my question is so, hey, going back like to your childhood, or I guess recently, what are some weird rules you had to follow in a friend's house? I had a, I, I had a friend whose family rarely, if ever, even opened their front door. Huh? Do they They, know what doors are for? (laughs) Their front door always had, it was always, I think it was one of those doors that had like two locks on it. And they never knew where like the key was for one of the locks. It was always like, it was like a, a thing like they, someone like the kids couldn't open the front door. They had to like call their parents. Like if like if somebody came to the front door, it was like a big deal. It was like <gasps> someone's at the front door. Hurry! Like rear, rear, like alarms like, going off, and, and they're like, "Oh no, where's mom or dad?" Ah! You know, um, and there wasn't any like it wasn't like they were holding the children hostage or they were like an abusive. <laughs> like there's nothing like that going on. It was so that's what made it extra weird. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I would have understood if they were one of those families where you were always like uncomfortable at their house because you were afraid the dad was going to like snap and take out his belt and like <laughs> whip the face like off. You know, yeah. We've all been places like that. It wasn't like that. I mean, this was like a otherwise like completely normal family that just never used their front door. And so you always <clears throat> had to go to the, to the, if you were looking at the front door, you would, you would look right. 
and you go to the side of the house, you see their garage, and there was a door on the side of their garage. And that is how you would enter their home. But here's the thing. That door didn't have like a doorbell. Since it was attached to the garage, if you knocked, no one was going to hear you. Like, <laughs> like maybe someone happens to be over there and they would, and it was always unlocked. So like, basically you would enter their garage and then wind around the side of the garage and they had like a bedroom in the garage. That's where my friend's bedroom was. He was usually, he wasn't in his bedroom. And so you'd hook a left and you'd walk into their, you're basically in their hallway and their pantry. And then you'd walk out of their hallway slash pantry into their kitchen. And you'd be like, hi, I'm here now. Like, that's how you arrived at their house. Like, you could be in their house for like 20 minutes without anybody knowing you were at their house. Like, you could be in their kitchen. You could be in their in their pantry, like, foraging for food. It's Like, they wouldn't know. You could go in, grab some green beans, and ditch before they even knew you were there. And they always had, like, super high-quality stuff because his – uh the the father's father like his parents owned like an italian restaurant for years and years they were like italian and so they always had like you like walk into their pantry and there's like several wheels of cheese you know what i mean there's like there's like delicious breads and pastas yeah, see, and the olives the cheese and the breads is what I would take way before grabbing a can of green beans, Andrew. <laughs> well, he didn't know. He didn't know that that was there. That wasn't there. Okay, but like, why would you go to green beans? First? Green beans are delicious. <laughs> green beans are okay. They they had an entire drawer of their fridge, like on the bottom, that was just there was half of it was for garlic and half of it was for a wheel of Parmesan cheese. Like, that sounds like the perfect. Oh. It was amazing. Yeah. So, so, uh, you always entered the house through their door and that was the, that was like the rule. And so it always, it, I just remember one day when I, so I, you know, I was friends with them all growing up. I hadn't been over their house in a few years cause I, I'd gone on my mission and I, I came back and my friend, you know, in that family, he was on his mission after like later than me. So it'd been a while he came home and I came to visit and I was like, Oh, it's been like four years. I'm like an adult now. You know what I mean? Like the last time I was here, I was a teenager, but now I'm like in my twenties. Do I go to the front door? <laughs> Do I go to the side <laughs> door? Because I'm thinking, well, all of his younger sis, his younger siblings are, are girls. And if I just like, I'm a 20 year old man and I open the side door and I walk into this garage room and it's like a girl's room, like a teenage girl's room. That's weird, right? That's weird. Yeah, like so like soon you could like you could be a Republican senator before you know it. You keep that, you keep that. I was like, do I use no, the front door win. or do I use the side door? It was like I stood there in front of the yard so long, like battling over this conundrum that they like saw me and they act, they opened the front door. Like they were able to sound the alarms and find the keys and open the and like Aaron. I was like, Oh yeah, sorry. I was just, I didn't know which door to use. And they're like, Oh, just come on in. Okay. <laughs> From then on, I just decided I'm just going to use the front door. I don't care. I'm an adult. Now these rules don't apply to me. I'm using the front door. And I did. That's good. Good for you. What? That was a real good, feel good story. Thank you. 
I'm really <laughs> impressed with your bravery in being able to <laughs> use a door for its intended purpose. It's, it's really about learning to dignify yourself and yeah. respect yourself to use the door. Right. I had to, I had to learn that I deserve the front door. Right. That you was are a big development for me. The door. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Adam? Um so we're all Mormon here on Three Guys, Three Questions. So you can relate to this. Have you ever gone to somebody's house, like a friend's house, for a sleepover, and it's their first time there, and all of a sudden you realize with just this dawning sense of dread, oh no, this family is way more Mormon than mine? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe not. My family is pretty Mormon, but... We were always the weirdos, so I don't. I actually wasn't my 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 experience was like a d- sudden dawning of oh we're like way different than these people. <laughs> so I was more overpowered by that, but I get I take what you're saying, yeah. So when I was a kid, I went to my friend's house. His name was Richie. He doesn't listen to this, but because um, <laughs> we were ten and we no longer speak to each other. Oh, that bad, huh? This story is that bad. Well, no, it's because. I don't talk to very many people from when I was 10 because I was 10. Um, Anyway, so I went over to his house on a Saturday night and we were playing. We're having a great time building Legos probably. And I said to him like, hey, why not have a sleepover? Because we're children and that's what we do. And he was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Tomorrow's Sunday though. So let's – have a sleepover, we'll go to church, and then we'll come back to my house, and we'll play. I was like, that sounds great. So for some reason, our parents agreed to this. Mm. We had a sleepover. We went to church with his family in the morning and the next Sunday, and I was like, mm, I was already getting those inklings. I was like, mm, this is a little weird. This is not the ideal end to this a sleepover. Is, yeah, this is a weird to way to yeah, going to church for your sleepover. Yeah. So then we get home from church and we're like, hey, sweet, church is over. We can continue playing. And I go to change out of my church clothes. And his parents are like, no, 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 it's Sunday. What are you doing? Oh. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, Richie, let's play some video games. And he was like, what do you mean? It's Sunday. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> you made a bad like, choice. <laughs> let's let's play with these toys. He's like, okay, we can play with the toys, but we can't do anything violent with them because it's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so like, violence no. is okay on any day but the Lord's. Right. Like we can't pretend to play Star Wars and have people shoot at each other because it's Sunday. It, what, they can it, just fly I around. I mean, were you smart enough as a kid to realize the the Bible workaround? Like, what if it's Bible violence? Because there's plenty of that. You be the Canaanites and I'll be the Israelites. (laughs) How about, yeah, how about we don't do anything that's not in the Bible? (laughs) Swords are good. Lasers are not. No lasers. So, yeah, I was pretty much the rest of our hangout time was me trying to figure out something that we were allowed to do on Sunday. And it's just like, why why did you you even invite me over? Yeah, it's a game of chance on a Sunday. I had I had a, a family that wouldn't let us play with face cards. Ugh. My dad my dad didn't allow my dad had a ban on face cards. And it was always the most weird thing. And uh 
that that didn't last that long. Like most things <laughs> like that in my house, like maybe it started out super orthodox and like, no. And then after a while, I was like, oh, no, this is dumb. OK, whatever. Who cares? Well, it was funny because I actually had the like the the opposite because obviously I, I am Mormon, but um, I had a lot of friends come over on Sunday. Uh, because we would watch TV and stuff. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, your friends would come over because they leave their house. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh yeah, we so totally like, had we, that. We could play video games and watch TV. I'm like, it's Sunday. I mean, we're, we're relaxing. We're not doing anything. <laughs> I just remember that my favorite part of Sunday was <laughs> there was like a time period where this is my Sunday, right? Go wake up, go to church, get out of church, come home, eat dinner, like or or lunch not dinner. Like my family would do just like a taco salad. Cause it was like easy. You know what I mean? Just throw a bunch of stuff on tortilla chips. We're done. And, and we just kind of eat. And then me, me and two other, I, I'd say we were like maybe middle school age. So me and my two other friends from church, we'd like call each other. We'd, we'd watch Hercules. Remember Hercules with Kevin Sorbo? Oh, oh my God. yeah. Like Xeno yeah. warrior princess. Yeah. Like we'd watch that. And then we'd call each other and talk about it. Um, you know, to like, if you had recorded yourselves, you would have had a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man, it would have been so good. Why didn't we record that? But then what would happen is one of them, he would be like, Oh, I got to go. We're getting ready to come over. And his dad was our, our, so in, in, in the Mormon church, there's this thing called a home teacher. Every, every family's like assigned, uh, 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 home teacher and they'll have like a person they come with. Usually it's like a father and son combo, maybe not to, to men. They, they come by just to check on you and see how you're doing. You know, they're like your assigned family friend basically. Um, and so he would bring his son and he'd be like, all right, uh, the message today is from, you know, he'd read some message, like five minutes thing and be like, all right. And then me and his son would go and play video games. <laughs> and all the kids would go play video games and the parents would hang out and talk for a while. That was like the best home teacher we ever had. Like that was my <laughs> Sunday schedule from like four years. And it was amazing. So That's amazing. That yeah. does sound awesome. <laughs> sound great. Oh, but yeah, I mean, my parents would try those things every once in a while, but it's like, you know, come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, yeah, you so you picked a bum sleepover, I guess. I guess. Well, Andrew, what about you? Uh Yeah, um so this, this is also sleepover related. Um so when so at this family they could watch any movie, but your their parents would have to watch it with us. <sighs> <laughs> um and like that's fine, that's okay. Like that's one of those parents, things that as a kid I'd be like, boo. But like, yeah. as an adult now, I'm like, that's probably smart. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think a, about it as a kid, I was like, man, I saw a lot of things I was not prepared to grapple with because me and a friend were like hanging out alone and we're like, hey, let's see what's on what movies on today. What's this Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, this uh, what's this Porky's? <laughs> I still vividly remember watching Porky's with my friend, and we were like. So like, you know, cause you're like a, 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 we were like maybe 10 or 11, you know what I mean? And we were like fascinated, but we we're equally so scared to do anything because of like, we get in trouble. Like there was like this equal part shame and fascination because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we're watching this thing and we're like, neither of us would tell the other one to turn it off. 
But like <laughs> we kind of wanted to because we knew like this is not good. And looking back, I'm like, that would have been better to have a like parental figure around and be like, so boys, let me teach you about how this is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let me tell you an experience I had. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem is, is that it wasn't just like, obviously – the thing is, we were young, and so their house rules like no R-rated movies. I'm like that. So makes they didn't sense. have anything, but it was all PG-13 movies. We had to watch with oh. their parents, and the problem is, I remember I slept over, and we were like ten, and I would remember uh, Ace Ventura had just came out, The Pet uh-huh. Detective. I don't know if you were familiar <laughs> with that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I had seen the it first a one times. or When Nature the, Calls, the first one, because come on, um, and I had seen it a couple times, and I thought it was, I loved it, and so. We were watching with their parents, and whenever there was a scene that was questionable, his dad would fast forward through it. Um, the problem is, is that as a ten year old, there were a lot of things that went right over my head that I didn't <laughs> realize were bad until someone fast forward through them. You're like, oh wait, <laughs> and you already had seen it, so you already knew what yeah. he was fast forwarding through. Yeah, so I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <And> so <laughs> it was like it was almost like it was more fascinating now. Why? Like, so now he told you like. You know, it's like there are cookies on top of the refrigerator. Be sure you don't get them. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah, now I'm gonna so, go and steal the cookies from on top of the refrigerator. <laughs> and so the thing is, like, I had watched these movies with my parents, and maybe I shouldn't have. But the fact is that it just went over my head. Like, my parents had this relationship. If I asked them a question, they would explain it to me. But if I didn't ask a question, I probably just didn't get it. And so, like, whatever. We don't have to explain it to him if he doesn't get it. Like, right. It's just movie. So, and because of that, it's like, oh, shoot, there's a lot that I didn't get the first time I saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, kind of, now I know there's something there. Yes. So, yeah, that was a weird, that was a weird afternoon. <laughs> that is that yeah oh man that would that would really cue you into a lot of things that you probably didn't need. like sometimes the purpose of the way those movies are constructed is so purposefully so that things will go over like kids heads oh yeah especially back in the 90s yeah even, like, that like, was a thing even in like some disney movies that yeah. would happen all the time like it was right. purposely designed so that kids don't understand what's going on but they like the scene where he's talking to a dolphin now, so, yeah. now they either make movies for kids or for adults, pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like they just like are like, and eh, the kids will make well, the, the parents will relent and let the kids watch it. We don't care. <laughs> kids, adults, and kid adults, which are adults that only watch kid movies still. <sighs> Can we talk about that? Yeah, I mean, do we have to right now? Uh, we don't. I live in Utah. I'm in the midst of it. I <laughs> just it hurts too. I, it's I, too raw. I hate it so much. I'm so, oh my gosh, these people you meet who they're like, and the, and those are always also the people who like remember every quote from the movie. You know what I mean? Maybe <laughs> it's because they've only seen five movies. Maybe that's why they can remember every line from the movie. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. Like, well, I think it's interesting. Like where I, I we were, I remember having a conversation. And there were some uh, girls there and we're talking about like, what do you think the best movie ever made was not like what your personal favorite movie was, right? The best movie like ever made. Right. And I was talking about Schindler's list. I'm like, Oh man, I, you know, that movie is difficult to watch, but I think it's perfect. And this girl's like, I think Mulan. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I like Mulan as much as the next person, (laughs) but I don't think it's the best movie ever made. She's like, I don't know. I really like the songs. (laughs) <laughs> well, Still. I mean, she proved it to you right there. I mean, yeah. she made you eat crow. <laughs> That's the emotional response. 
Why are we saying eating crow so much today? We've said it like four times. It's too much. I'm going to eat crow and admit that I shouldn't have said it right there. (laughs) And I'm also going to eat crow because I hit the wrong um, sound thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My question (laughs) is, what's something you don't know much about but refuse to investigate further? A.K.A. what are you going to eat crow about here? Um, I, I don't know anything about Ayn Rand. I don't know how to say her name. I don't know if I just now said it right. Ayn, Ayn, Ayn Rand? And I don't want anyone to correct me because I refuse to learn. Here's the thing. when In your show notes, you just put AR. I'm like, oh, augmented reality. I totally understand that. <laughs> I understand why you wouldn't want any investigation in that, but continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, you're so much better off, Adam. Books. I don't want I don't want anybody to explain her books to me. I I don't have a lot to say on this subject because I don't know anything about it and I refuse to investigate it. Let me I don't want you- anybody to tweet me a pronunciation of her name. Don't you dare do that. <laughs> don't you dare tell me a synopsis of her philosophies. I do not care and I well I do care actually. I care so much that I don't want to know. Wow. Um it's like a a violent ignorance. <laughs> it is it's extremely willful <laughs> i i want to tell you and i'm this i'm not breaching but i'm going to tell you my experience okay. with ayn rand is that i was like man a lot of people talk about this person you know a lot of like conservative people seem to like really be into this whole atlas shrugged thing so i'm going to read the book so oh, i no. i started to read it and like as I read it, I found myself feeling more and more helpless and depressed and just feeling numb and awful. And it like got worse and worse and worse as I read the book. And I was about halfway through the book and I stopped reading for a second and I was like, is it more important for me to read this book? Or to be a happy human being. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a... I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a happy human being, but golly, that book was just like the worst. So... It's like when someone watches Fight Club for the first time and they're 15 and it blows their mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's cool. But there's a lot better things out there. I don't... I literally... I can't understand any reason why people would like that book. Other than socio sociopathy, like that there is some sort of lack of empathy or lack of humanness, like or they, they're looking for justification for dehumanizing people. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the whole book is is absurdly dehumanizing. It's like it's like humans are a commodity. Oh, rad. <laughs> that sounds like a, a world I want to live in. So wait a minute. I'm a human and I don't own a major corporation. So I'm a commodity. It's just, uh, it's garbage. And I don't care if anybody who listens to this likes it. Stop listening to this show. That's that's like how little I care about it. (laughs) I feel so incredibly justified in my willful. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only thing I really know about Anrand is that. (laughs) Stop. That sounds almost like my name. I hear. (laughs) 
talking about her incessantly and with any degree of veneration are people I already despise. <laughs> right. So, You're never like surprised to learn that someone you really admire and look up to is like a huge objectivist. Right. Oh, right. surprise objectivist. Like, oh, it's closet objectivist here. Yeah. It's like <laughs> – like I read somewhere, I was like, "Oh, Paul Ryan loves Ayn Rand," and I was like, "Well, that makes sense." No, you know, that makes sense. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the annoying guy on Shark Tank with the face. <laughs> They're all the annoying guy on Shark Tank with the face. That's I just know problem. he named his boat after him, and he's the worst. So, <laughs> anybody who names their boat after anything, <laughs> come on! If you have a boat, and you're going to name your boat after a, an author. Unless you name it Melville. <laughs> um, gosh, now I'm depressed. Andrew, what's your, uh, <laughs> your answer? Better My be answer good. is a little bit less. Actually, it's probably the exact opposite of Adam's question. Mine is the Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know they're a band. I, I know they're good. I just can't do it. I... I, I Here's the thing, though. I have tried. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, there's a huge fan base. I start listening to it. I'm like, nope. I'm done. <laughs> it's like, and you're like, nope. nope. For all I like, know, that's an actual Grateful Dead song. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> that's actually pretty close. <laughs> it's, I, I try, I like, because I'm like, okay, so it's kind of like, well, it's hippie music. And I have no problem with hippie music, but it's like a song is an hour long. <laughs> it's it's so weird. It's like hippie jam band blues. Yeah, yeah. It's like um if Dave Matthews band were more of a hippie, like if they all didn't wear shoes. The problem with the Grateful Dead cuz I'm kind of in the same boat as you Andrew is that tons of musicians and people who I really admire love them. And that's yes, what yes. makes it so confounding to me. Because I want to try to get into it. Yeah, because I'm like, obviously there's something I'm missing here, but I just can't. I can't. I don't know what it is. The only thing I know about Grateful Dead is that deadheads have been used as a punchline just so many times that it's cliche now. That's it. Yeah. That's the extent of my knowledge about like, the Grateful Dead. I kind of really like their whole aesthetic, too. Like... Yeah, I have a friend who's like constantly on Instagram. He's like doing art pieces of Grateful Dead, and they're and it's like this whole they have so much art stuff. Yeah, like I'm like they're, they're and I like the whole idea of like oh like people like follow the band. You know what I mean? Like they like they travel with them. It's like a whole kind of like communal thing. Like that's cool. That's not necessarily for me, but I kind of like that idea. You know. But yeah, I can't get into it. Maybe I couldn't get into it because a lot of people who are into it got to see them live. And that's like where like they were the best. So I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. But then I realized the Grateful Dead are touring now. But John Mayer is the lead singer. I'm like, that's wait, what? Wait, what? You didn't know this? That's true. They changed their name. No, this is real. Yeah. No, I got to look it up real quick. John Cougar Melon Mayor. While he's typing, I just want to talk about my first experience with the Grateful Dead was while I was at a scout camp. And oh, yeah. somebody somebody had um on their scout uniform they had like a Grateful Dead patch. 
like the dead head, like the skull thing. And I was all, whoa, what is that? Yeah. Cause like as a piece of art, like as a logo, that like skull with the lightning bolt, like yin yang thing going on, like that's like really compelling. And I was like, man, what is this about? But this was like back in like the, the early nineties. So like there was not a really good way for me to figure out what that was. Like I couldn't Google crazy skull logo. Like, and I would like ask people about it and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And like, it was like only years later that I, that I learned that was the grateful dead. And I was like, ah, oh, finally something, some thread to pull on. And okay. so I would like ask people about the grateful dead. And then I, it was like only like a decade later that I finally heard their music. And I was like utterly disappointed like, yeah, I, thought, the, the, I thought they were the gonna be like so the logo does not match the music i thought they're gonna be <laughs> so metal or something you know what i mean <laughs> so i found it so yeah john the grateful dead are touring with john mayer and they're dead in company is oh, the name of the group i found this rolling stone article and there's a quote from john mayer that that kind of perfectly sums up my feelings about this also but not in the way i don't think that he intended it it said, John Mayer said, a lot of the norms as we know them are gone. A lot of the things that were comforting to people are gone. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks John. a lot. I will say the one thing I can get behind is Jerry Garcia. His introduction to ice cream is a Cherry Garcia. <laughs> that's pretty delicious. I think that's going to stand the test of time and just holds more Grateful Dead love than anything else, I guess. It's the only thing I can get behind, really. Yeah. Um, maybe we're coming you know around on the Grateful Dead. Maybe it's not something we refuse to do. Maybe I would investigate further if some of the listeners who actually are are in, inducted into the, the world of the dead can maybe – point point us to like point me to what i'm yeah. missing here like I'm, i would totally love to hear some suggestions of what i should listen to and i'm i'm like 80 percent sure that when i listen to it i'll be like nope still can't but can can somebody give me like send me a venn diagram of grateful dead fans and ayn rand fans uh, because it's one of those things that I feel like could either be a perfect circle or two completely no, separate no, no, no. circles. No, those, nothing those, in those between. Separate, completely separate. Those are like separate. the sun and Uranus. Like <laughs> two circles very far apart orbiting each other. Okay. We're talking well, hippies two and completely talking completely separate circles. I might give them a chance. <laughs> That's your criteria. Anytime you learn about something you're like, "Now, if there was a Venn diagram." <laughs> That's how you gauge whether you want to be a part of it. Speaking of Venn diagrams with with uh, Ayn Rand fans, my answer is that I refuse to further investigate the chive. Oh, there's there's something out there called the chive. Everything um, I know about the chive is already more than let, I want to. Let know me about. tell you. Let me tell you so far what I know about the chive, and this is more honestly than I've ever wanted to know about the chive. But these are things that have been thrust upon me. I know it is a, a website or it is on the internet somewhere. I know that it's not the onion, nor is it owned by the onion. Yes. It has the same colors. I know that it's like the same colors or something. Um, same food group, apparently. And I know that they, they love to chive on 
They're always I talking about chiving on. Like that's, I don't know what that means, what, and I don't want that's to That's what, what I that assume means. chivers, is that what they're called? Chivers are into. They're, now, my here are my assumptions. So that's what I know, okay? I've already started to bleed over to my assumptions. Oh, and I also know that this girl that, <laughs> that I once knew who was like um, – Andrew will know who this is. I know exactly who it is already. <laughs> was like she was like aggressively pursuing me at one point, which made me very uncomfortable because obviously that means she has terrible taste, and there's something wrong with her if she's so aggressively pursuing me. Like, like someone who's like toying with the idea that makes sense because like I haven't obviously revealed the full magnitude of my idiocy, but like. <laughs> she was like aggressively pursuing me like to the point of like it was uh, like me turning her down became a thing like she so, was constantly telling people about how she was going to get me and I was like it's not ha-. it was like everybody was in on it it was the worst and she had a chive sticker on here's her the car. thing though about this person I think she was more wanted everyone to the she like assumed that if you didn't have a crush on me you must not like me and and the harder I resisted, the more she wanted it, which is the worst thing to get into yeah. because what what can you do? Like either I relent and then she gets me <laughs> or I push harder and she pushes harder. It's like it was the worst. Anyhow, she was insane. Okay. She's a crazy person. She she was nice. I'll I'll take she was she was very you know what? She had some very great qualities. But uh, I really do think she was. She was a sweet spirit. She was. No, she was. Oh my gosh, not like that. Like, <laughs> but she was just one of those people who you could tell, like beneath the surface, there was like some Something really boiling. bad Something stuff going up. on. Yeah. So, so anyhow, she was into the. Ch- she was a chiver, as I believe they're called. Now, my impression. This is my assumption about the chive. I believe it is basically like baby's first Playboy. Like it's like G like Muppet Muppet Babies like what Muppet Babies is to the Muppets, the Chive is to like GQ or something like that. It's like if Maxim Magazine was a social network. Yeah, that's my that's my impression, and I I, I just don't want to have anything to do with that. Like, so I remember this time in which this person was in our lives. <laughs> I feel bad. And I remember thinking about this person. Like they're not like yeah, I don't no. have any problem with them. So I was like, you know what? I should, you know, check this out, see what it's about. And I went on the website immediately like, oh, no, this is like cancer. And I'm, like, nope. <laughs> I'm going to get the Y2K virus from visiting this website. It's <laughs> just like it is an onslaught of things that I'm not interested in. <laughs> Andrew, and like, it's Duck. so hilarious because we've never talked about this. But that's exactly <laughs> what I did. I was like, yes. is this is this hosted on PHPBB? What is this? Why is there so many conflicting fonts? <laughs> <laughs> Why is the colors like neon green on black? No. And then I like I didn't even go further past the front. No, page. I was like, no. Nope. I was like, I just closed my browser and I ran a virus scan <laughs> just to be sure. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like you know, I I think there was like three pictures of like women in their underwear and tube socks, and I was like, you know what, no. This is not. This is not for me. Sorry. This is where not. This is not where minds meld and talk about the discussions of the day. 
this is not going to make my life better. Um, Adam, do you know anything? I mean, you've been quiet. I'm sorry. I've been talking. Adam is a chiver for all we know. (gasps) Are you a closet chiver? No, 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 no. I was was thinking, hey, it might be funny if I go to the front page of the chive and make you guys guess what's on there. But it's just it's too sad. (laughs) (laughs) And well, here's the thing about it. This is why I brought it up because like every like maybe once a week a chive link will be on Twitter and and all of my my Twitter friends will be like resharing it. And it will be like a normal like social media post like it won't be like a a girl with like a uh marijuana leaf uh painted over her nipples like it won't be anything like you'd expect. It would be just like, oh, look at this cute polar bear that rolls over and is funny. But it's like from the chive. And I'm always like, are they a chiver? Like, is that where they got this from? <laughs> or is it just like the, like a chive virus that's like floating around the internet and that's just being shared? Like, and what does this have to do with the chive? Because as I understand it, this is not what it's about. And I, but I don't want to investigate further because I'm afraid that I'll get chlamydia. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like if if every STD combined was a single website. <laughs> it's it's what it is is it's the the World Wide Web of STDs. Really, it really that's exactly what it is. The Internet of STDs. You know how many times I've seen. You know how many times I've seen the words awesomeness and randomness on this front page. Oh my gosh, that was so random. Oh my gosh, look at you click here for your daily dose dude, of awesomeness. That, dude, that is so random. Okay, I've clicked off of it, and now I feel like I can start breathing again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. That's uh, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Um, let us know if you're a secret chiver. Uh, we're sorry if we've offended you, but you might want to you might want to get yourself tested uh remember also that ratings fuel us so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it you can uh, subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe guys my throat's tightening up i think i might have got something just from talking about the chive (laughs) okay you're allergic to that level of ridiculousness a big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes deleted scenes haikus and much much more um we'd also love to hear from you so where can people get a hold of you guys use guys um I'm at the chive.com <laughs> yeah no <laughs> is that even a thing can you sign up for this why it's would probably you probably like that? the chive.co let's be honest I feel like if I got emails from the chive, it'd go immediately to quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you might be a virus on here. Yeah, probably. Um, No, so I'm on Twitter at A underscore Sav. And I'm on Twitter at That Adam Kid. Please don't tweet me about Ayn Rand. I will block you. (laughs) Block you so hard. I'm on Twitter at Aaron L.M. Goodwin. And I would love for you to... To... uh, write and tell me about the grateful dead and why i'm wrong and why should what 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 possible gateway there could be into this world uh that i thought was going to be super metal but wasn't um other than that i want you to remember that uh 
If you say Newt Hole one more time, I'm hanging up this phone. <laughs> I uh, I also want you to remember that uh, you really should just watch every movie with a parent. It doesn't matter if they're your parents. Just choose a parent to watch the movie with you. I think that's a good rule. <laughs> I also want you to remember to avoid the chive.net at any if it's .net I don't know but avoid it at any cost um, and if you know more about the chive don't tell me because I don't want to know anymore that was the point of the question I refuse to investigate further and I also <laughs> want you to remember to question everything <laughs>